Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Look, I'm going to be real honest with you. I run out of toiletries. A lot. It's something I used to try and hide. I was always ashamed when I would have a guest in town and they'd be like, hey, man, do you have any toothpaste? And I was all, oh, my God, I must have just run out. I'm so sorry. But the truth was I'd been out for days. The shame of poor hygiene was only outweighed by my being dishonest to a friend. Thank God that's all behind me now because I'm a proud member of Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club is everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Whether it's their intensely wonderful peppermint toothpaste or their subtly fragrant hydrating body cleanser. And all the products show up right at my door. And right now you can get a Dollar Shave Club starter set for just $5 each. They've got a shower set, toothpaste and toothbrush set, or their famous shave butter and razor. Any one of those product sets are just $5. And it's the best way to try out their amazing products. After your starter set, products ship at regular price. Get yours today at dollarshaveclub.com slash hard. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash H-A-R-D. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, December 19th. Our top stories for the day. Mark's going to take one about Michael Flynn's butthole-clinching morning. It was sentencing day, or was it? Mm, interesting. Pat's going to do one about the Trump Foundation being forced to dissolve. And this is really going to affect a lot of charitable... Re- no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Wes is going to take one about a woman who defended her dragon nativity scene on her front lawn. That Mrs. Rowland, she sure is a kooky one. (laughs) Nice. And I'll take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Mark. All right. So Michael Flynn, you know, the guy who lied to the FBI and uh, is getting in trouble for it after he was off Mm -hmm. scot-free. Which which white guy is he? Yeah, he's one of the white guys. (laughs) Uh, One of the several white guys uh, associated with Trump that's in trouble. Uh, So today, a federal judge, uh, or sorry, on Tuesday, a federal judge postponed the sentencing of Michael Flynn. Uh, He was obviously the first national security advisor for Donald Trump. And he was, uh, this hearing was in the federal district court in Washington, but the judge uh, did pretty much threaten to sentence him to death earlier in the day before uh, <laughs> staying his sentence. So <laughs> judge Emmett G. Sullivan called Bad morning. Bad morning. Yeah, judge Emmett G. Sullivan called Mr. Flynn's crimes, a very serious offense and said he could not hide his disgust at what Mr. Flynn had done. Uh, he said, and I quote, all along, you were an unregistered agent of a foreign country while serving as the national security advisor, Mr. Flynn. Uh, arguably, that undermines everything that this flag over here stands for. 
Arguably, you sold out your country. Arguably, uh, this part I'm just making up, arguably you're a fucking treasonous bastard. Uh, at one point, the judge did ask the prosecutors if Mr. Flynn committed treason, like looking for them to be like, yeah. And, and, and instead, the prosecutors, uh, the prosecutor, Brandon Van Grack, was like, uh, no, judge, if you could just calm down. We're looking for a six-month sentence. He's cooperating with us. So a <laughs> little, bit, little bit of different terms there between the prosecutor and the judge. The How judge confused? How confused do you think Flynn was? Like, he thought he was walking into, like, a cupcake meeting, probably. Yes. Sir, it, would you stop flag-shaming it, Mr. Flynn, please? It, it was absolute uh, head-spinning head spinning moment, I'm sure, where the judge was spinning mad and throwing the word treason <laughs> around. Uh, later in the hearing, the judge did correct himself, noting that Mr. Flynn's work on behalf of Turkey, which is one of the... Um, treasonous things that he did uh ended in mid-november 2016 before mr flynn became national security advisor so since he he wasn't in that role it wasn't really treason so he apologized and said he felt terrible Mm. about that portion of calling him out but you know he also still was like you're a bona fide schmuck michael flynn and i don't trust you uh so the 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 judge gave uh flynn the option of delaying the sentence until he had completed his cooperation agreement with federal prosecutors which i think he thought he had already done and he said i cannot assure that if you proceed today you will not receive a sentence of incarceration um hint hint if you uh ask for your uh, to suspend it and keep talking to the prosecutors you will go off on probation only you're not so, getting off that easy traitor right you didn't say enough in your 19 <laughs> interviews that <laughs> that that is good enough so you have to keep singing for three three four months so mr flynn read between the lines and after a quick recess said hey judge uh, do you want to go ahead and suspend my sentencing so i can talk to the prosecutors for a few more months and the judge said yes so now i think it's in march that will be the next sentencing so between now and march he will be having uh, several more things to say yeah butthole relaxed mm-hmm. <laughs> for now yeah for now uh and, and and real quick, uh, Flynn, the prosecutors were only asking for six months in prison and uh, Flynn's lawyers because he because he cooperated with substantial help and Flynn's lawyers wanted just probation, citing his lengthy military service, his cooperation with prosecutors and his contri- yeah. contrition. He better yeah, have done real... something good, because if we have to go through all of this shit and nobody has still seen the P tape, I'm going to be so mad at Robert Mueller. Yeah, he's real sorry about all the treason. That's the con- that's so, his contrition. So, somebody want to tell me what contrition means? Yeah, it means it means he's You're like sorry. Uh, real sorry, sorry for what he it's did. It's what John ah, Jones gotcha. has to say every time he breaks <laughs> yeah. the rules at UFC. He's real sorry for all the treason. You look you look real contrite for how much you drank last night. You know what I mean, Wes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's let's take it to the internet here real quick. Uh, today it, today's internet commenter is President Donald J. Trump. At real Donald Trump says on Twitter, "Good luck today in court to General Michael Flynn." Uh, will be interesting to see what he has to say despite tremendous pressure being put on him about russian collusion in our great and obviously highly successful political campaign there was no collusion uh, <laughs> oh okay i have a feeling he's not real happy with uh flynn taking the suspended sentence to, yeah, probably to continue to talk to prosecutors no, no way of course uh, no all right well let's jump into uh the the trump foundation's dissolution and please forgive me if i'm a little cloudy because i'm deep in ketosis right now all yeah. right look rest in peace to the donald j trump foundation 30 years of pissing excellence and helping poor kids probably the 501c3 charitable organization was originally founded in 1990, 1988 as an organization to distribute proceeds from the trump's book art of the deal to charitable causes but as of yesterday trump agreed to dissolve the organization amidst a lawsuit brought by the new york attorney general's office uh, also named in the lawsuit is donnie donnie jr eric and ivanka 
The lawsuit alleges that the organization and its brain trust, uh, its Trumpian brain trust, misused charitable in part to help Trump's campaign, which is a violation of campaign finance laws. Mm. So yeah, but come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, but come on. Come on. Is, the world we live in is, come on. Look, the other beef is that they abuse the foundation's tax-exempt status to do sweet things that charities can do, like not pay taxes, <laughs> which is why one day I hope to start a religion. Oh, charitable That's religion, double oh, whammy. God, it'd be yeah. so good. So much real estate. Trump used the foundation to do stuff like pay hundreds of thousands of dollars from the foundation funds to settle claims, legal claims against the Mar-a-Lago Resort and the Trump National Golf Course. He also did things like buying a six-foot-tall portrait of himself at a charity auction <laughs> with his charity's money. So he's kind of like Robin Hood, maybe? I don't know. Uh, in December 2016, Trump attempted to dissolve the foundation, but the office of the New York State Attorney General at the time, Eric Schneiderman, said niche, niche, and immediately blocked the dissolution because they were under investigation. Yeah, it's sad. It's so sad, but like this is so common nowadays in America where, like, Prominent families who have a lot of money have these really corrupt charitable foundations. It's just it's so common. The Clinton Foundation. Yeah, the Clintons have one. Yeah, yeah. rich get richer, <laughs> like, boys. Oh yeah, charities are hilarious. Now all we got to do is get rich. December 2016 is a pretty funny time to try to dissolve it right after you're elected and before yeah, inauguration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the main beefs is a nationally televised charity quote fundraiser for military veterans that Trump held in Des Moines, Iowa, on January 28, 2016, and that was right before the Republican caucus that happened in Iowa as well. Uh, the event took in $2.8 million, and then those funds were used to help Trump's campaign. Also, mm. it was clearly a rally and not a fundraiser, uh, and the IRS prohibits charities from participating in political campaigns. So right, clever clever that... time and place to have a charity event. Everyone that donated knew where the money was going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not to the veterans, not those poor veterans. No, they were trying to... It's an awkward year to get a Christmas card from the Trumps. It's like, uh, yeah. it's like when you get a Christmas card from your cousin who just got out of jail and like... You know, like there's smiles, but you know, stuff under the surface isn't isn't is a little bit hectic. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just you hope you hope he stays at arm's length for the I've holidays. Not gotten one of those yet. I'm looking yeah, forward just to wait, it. Wes. Uh, the organization has been forced to auction off its assets, included of which are a Tim Tebow signed Denver Broncos football helmet and two paintings of Trump. Uh, as a package, the three items are valued at a whopping $975. Get all three for nine. All three, baby. eBay. <laughs> Trump reportedly paid 12000 for the Tebow helmet uh, and a combined thirty k for the two portraits. That was back when he wow. was in Denver. He, he, he won a playoff game. Yeah. This guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. Tebow's <laughs> stock was through the roof at the time. <laughs> nice boy. Not so much now. Uh, yeah, the lawsuit also wants to make sure that the Trump kids never, ever get a chance to serve on the board of a nonprofit organization. And to that, the Trump kids said, oh, no, Mr. Attorney General, don't take away our ability to give to others. Wow. We, we don't know how we could go forward without overseeing a charity. Yeah, yeah no, they didn't say Stealing that. Stealing their tax-free piggy bank. That, that's pretty upsetting. All right. Well, there was a there was a firestorm on the Breitbart comment boards for this one. So I want to get right into it. So Lewis says, man, this quote, witch hunt sure is uncovering a bunch of witches. And to that redactyl said, Breitbart readers are a special breed of idiots. Common sense is not mandatory here. And then immortal Joe Biden says, thank God us, quote, idiots were smart enough to put you subhuman dens in your place. He meant he meant Uh, Trump crime family got back and said, you're just a loser. 
blaming everyone else for your stupidity. <laughs> and then for Liberty 1776 says, yet you still lost the election there, genius. Uh, put that in your pipe and smoke it. And then Immortal Joe Biden says, there's no such thing as a popular vote, you retard. And then Brian Bowes says, you are a moronic idiot, period. And then Redactyl said, moronic idiot, period. Oh Maybe try, to, try, to, try right, to sound okay. so stupid. Okay, all right, let's move on. Let's, right. move on. let's move on. Yeah, Breitbart's a great place. All right, moving on to a little happier story. Um, we cannot have too many dragons. Those are words to live by, my friends, and they are the words of Diana Rowland, a Louisiana woman who is causing quite a stir with her neighbors after erecting a nativity scene on her front lawn using only giant inflatable dragons. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong what? with that. We cannot have too many dragons? <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's, that's her theory. She's got her, quite her an imagination. Yes. So Rowland, who is a former cop and morgue technician turned fantasy writer, so clearly has a Whoa. few screws loose, um, <laughs> decided to start decorating her lawn with inflatable dragons four years ago and does so um, every Halloween and Christmas to not only get in the spirit of the holidays in her own special and kooky way, but also to apparently really piss off some of her uptight religious neighbors. Um, yeah. Also because she's named and personified the dragons and she needs to bring them to life. Otherwise, <laughs> she feels she yeah. feels she bad when they're in the garage conversations with these dragons. <laughs> Um, so what started off as one green and red uh, dragon sporting garland and a Santa hat has grown to a full-blown sign that she is certainly does not give a fuck what anyone thinks about her. Um, here's a fun fact for you. Psychologists say people who decorate for Christmas early are actually happier because of their proximity to bright lights mm. and their access to nostalgia. And research shows that people who decorate their houses are perceived by neighbors and strangers as, as friendlier and, and more cohesive um, than those who don't. And that's just how Diana Rowland perceived her holiday decorations. She liked them. She thought they were fun and would bring people joy and brought her back to her childhood when her dad would put a Santa Claus being dragged by an alligator on their front lawn. Those Rowlands are a silly bunch. Um, so when a neighbor left a letter that every uptight Grinch in the neighborhood probably wanted to write, she was quite shocked. Um, in the letter, the anonymous neighbor wrote in all caps. You, they were, that's yelling in text. That's right. Your dragon display is only marginally acceptable at Halloween, which gives you the fir- which gives you the first indication. Whoever wrote this is a see you next Tuesday. I mean, dragons are perfectly acceptable at Halloween. I love dragons, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, it is. Yeah, why wouldn't they be acceptable? At marginally Halloween? acceptable. Yeah. Marginally. Just we can tolerate bit. them in Halloween, lady. Only jack o' lanterns. But for this keep chick. your dragons out of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the letter went on to say, um, "It is totally inappropriate at Christmas. It makes your neighbors wonder if you are involved in a demonic cult." Uh, the neighbors strongly suggested Rowland to consider removing the dragons, and then ended the note with, "May God bless you and help you to know the true meaning of Christmas." So the, the old like, "Fuck you, yeah. um, God Along bless with you." A burning <laughs> cross. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, however, this did not deter Rallin from letting her freak flag fly. She took to Twitter and posted the letter with the caption, quote, apparently the true meaning of Christmas involves judgmental bullshit. So that tweet went viral. And another tweet, Rallin said, I guess they think I need more dragons. And that's just what mm-hmm. she did. She marched her happy ass down to the dragon store and got some more inflatable dragons <laughs> to put on her front lawn. Um, so now five giant dragons adorn her front lawn as a giant fuck you to whomever has a problem with her decorations. Uh, the picture of her new dragon army went even more viral, and even J.K. Rowling liked it. Um, she loves dragons. Ooh. Yes, she loves all that kind of shit. Um, Does she? She's like the president of dragons, bro. If J.K. Rowling's liking your dragon picture. I thought she was the Harry Potter. Harry yeah. Potter yeah. yeah, but there's like fucking Harry dragons. Harry Potter's a fucking dragon. Quidditch, there's dog. monsters. Those no, are there's dragons. no dragons. It's not like, uh, <laughs> I never it's not read like the George R.R. Martin liked it. <laughs> J.K. Rowling liking it. Who gives a shit? Something tells me. It's like Stephen King liking it. He doesn't write about dragons. Something tells me dragons are in Rowling's What about the fucking book, Bullshit. The Dark Tower, and they're fucking dragons in that no, shit? No, there's no dragons in anything, Stephen King. You know that I don't read. 
<laughs> All right. Rowling liked it. People tried to donate money for her to buy more dragons to spite this neighbor, uh, share their own dragon holiday displays, and praised Rowling's unique way to get in the holiday spirit. But Rowling, being the good neighbor she is, insisted that people donate to charity instead, which resulted in three to 500 penguin eggs and chicks being saved in South Africa. So oh, way to go. Nice. Nice. Um, she, also, she also said that the dragons will go back into their rightful place in the garage come January 1st because, as Rowling puts it, there's a fine line between getting back at the awful neighbor and becoming the awful neighbor. Awful name. Yeah, that's, that's uh, sensible from the lady who has five dragons sitting in her front lawn. Yeah. Um, I guess there is dragons in Harry Potter. Harry yeah, Potter dude. sucks anyways. <laughs> 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 Quick Google. Um, so going to the internet, Eric David says, yes, because reindeer and polar bears are indigenous to Bethlehem. Ooh, so, burn. burn. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Just Ask Don't Grab says, oh, oh. Can you get a rainbow-colored LGBT-themed dragons? <laughs> hold on, hold on. What is what is no, the, what, no, no. what is the what is the username? Just ask, don't grab. Mean it's like don't you can have it. You just gotta ask for it. That's, that's uh, it it's called being a gentleman, Pat. Yeah, just yeah. ask, don't grab. <laughs> yeah. Does I'll that mean that if you ask, you're gonna be approved? Where was this? Where was this Louisiana? Louisiana. Yeah. A gay a gay dragon would really set the neighborhood. On. <laughs> oh, her house would go. Yeah, her house would be, be lit a flame. Set, set the neighborhood on fire. <laughs> there wouldn't be a note left. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's, so take that's it the to, let's take it to a lightning round of other headlines we couldn't get to. On Tuesday, the Trump White House dropped the requirement for $5 billion in funding for the border wall, which means we will narrowly avoid another government shutdown, meaning we can finally stop talking about another federal government shutdown that no one would have noticed anyways. And it also means that Trump bo- Trump's border wall funding may never come since the Democrats are taking over the House in the new year. Uh, Penny Marshall a titan of the entertainment industry, I'm told, has passed away at the age of 75. We are saddened by her passing, and Hard Factor Pat will explain why, because I still don't know who she is after he's tried to explain it to me several times. How the fuck do you not know who Penny Marshall is? She was Laverne and Laverne and Shirley. Don't know She that. directed Big. League of Their Own. League of Their Own. She's the she's woman not, that sounded like she a directed, talking that's cigarette. That's the only thing. She directed a League of Their Own. I recognize that. But she's an, you saw Big. She's an actress. She's a producer. She produced Cinderella Man. She's a Listen, director. Pat and all of her mothers are very upset. Look, I'm, she's like top, <laughs> top five female directors of all time. All right. It's a big deal. All right. R.I.P. Penny Marshall. On Tuesday, the Trump administration officially banned bump stocks. Bump stocks are devices that allow semi-automatic weapons to fire in essentially automatic mode and therefore are illegal since machine guns are prohibited for civilian possession in the U.S., Acting Attorney General and part-time Thanos impersonator Matthew Whitaker made the rule official with his signature on Tuesday morning. Nice. Take that, snowflakes. Yeah, why do you need bump stocks when you have an entire gauntlet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Last Thursday, Tucker Carlson said that immigrants have made the country poorer, dirtier, and more divided. And since then, he's lost 16 advertising sponsors for those remarks. Uh, But most importantly, if those sponsors are looking for a fresh face, Hard Factor is here to do any and all ancestry test ads, pharmaceutical ads, and financial service website ads that you can throw at us. So uh, please, please. uh, You're damn right. Yeah. Meghan Markle says she's feeling very pregnant. A guy named Jesus vandalized (laughs) a church in England, then swore he'd become a monk to atone for it. William Shatner says the Me Too movement is like the French Revolution and that he's upset he can't compliment nice legs anymore. And that does it for us today. Thank you for listening. As always, please keep the iTunes reviews coming and the retweets coming. You all made us hit number one in the government sector uh, over the weekend. So congrats to you, our amazing listeners, for smashing the competition. And be sure to tune in tomorrow for a weight loss competition update. Go have yourself an incredible day. See you later. Yeah.
way you do it. You play the guitar on the end. 